Praise the Lord, saints. I'm Pastor Andre Matthews with my wife, Janet Matthews of Truth Ministries out of Bolingbrook, Illinois. To learn everything about us, go to our website at www.truthministries.info. We are here at WCKG 1530 AM and 102.3 FM out of Elmhurst, Illinois, every Sunday, live, 830 to 9. Join us. Until then, enjoy the show. We have an awesome, awesome show today. God is moving by his spirit. For we got three functions of Truth Ministries. We've asked, uh, last week we asked that you partner with Truth Ministries in the vision of Truth Ministries, which is the guttermost to the uttermost project. And that project consists of five phases. The fifth phase is... The world, which is the church, travels the earth looking for the best and leaving the rest. Truth Ministries travel through the earth looking for the rest so he can make them the best. We had our, got our function directly from the spirit realm. The function of Truth Ministries is to give the give knowledge of truth to the and the rest is up to you. Truth Ministries invest in the kingdom of God, which invest in people. The kingdom of God does not come without salvation. The kingdom of God is supposed to be in you. We are about making people from the guttermost to the uttermost. He said, those that are based shall be bound, and those that are bound shall be abased. So we're coming into the last days. And we also got, so we just told you our vision of Truth Ministries the function of truth ministries. And this morning, as of 11, 26, 17, we got a proclamation. The proclamation of truth ministries this day, 20, 11, 27, 17, truth ministries have our proclamation of our teaching of salvation. Salvation is a process. Contrary to the process of Christianity is automatic guaranteed salvation. Salvation of Truth Ministries is a process. We don't believe and preach and teach automatic guaranteed salvation. Our question to every individual, have you started the process of your soul's salvation? The process of the Salvation of Truth Ministries proclamation, there are at least four phases to our soul's salvation. Phase 1, Acts 2.38. Phase 2, John. 3, 3 through 5, phase 3, Matthew 18 and 3, and phase 4, which is Matthew 7, 21. And the final phase is Matthew 24, 13. So for you to partner with us, now you need to know what we stand for. Now you do your research and find out if Truth Ministries is in error or you in error. Find out which is truth and which is error. Truth ministries in the covenant of Abraham through Isaac. All the religions of this earth are in the covenant of Abraham through Ishmael. Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, all in the covenant of the flesh. Romans 9 and 8 says these that are the children of the flesh, they are not the children of God. Let's go directly into the word of God. Okay, today's lesson is part four. Part four, Christianity is the seed, the doctrine is the tree. 
There's a process that the enemy has done and that God has done. Okay, now you need the definition of doctrine. Defined by the American Heritage Dictionary. A principle or creed of principles presented for exception or belief as by a religious, political, scientific, or philosophical group, a dogma. A dogma defined a system of doctrines proclaimed true by a religious sect. So the dogma is the seed, the seed, the doctrine is the treat. Let's go into the word. Galatians chapter 2. Now for you to discern which side is truth ministries proclaiming to be and which side Christianity claiming to be. Now you choose. Galatians chapter 2. Then 14 years after I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas. Now I remember the New Testament is Romans through uh, up to Jude is taught by most of the letters are written by Paul. Paul is telling us something happened in the early church. That's what we want you to see. Truth Ministries teaches the pattern of the Bible. Galatians chapter 2, after I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took Titus with me also. I went up by revelation and communicated unto them that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to them which were a reputation, lest by any means I should run, and had run in vain. So now Paul is describing his gospel that he preached to the Gentiles. Galatians 2 and 3, But neither Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. Now we see that in the church at Jerusalem, there is a teaching going on that adds the law to Jesus Christ. And we told you in past teachings, the law of Moses is the kryptonite to the spirit of Christ. If you have not the spirit of Christ, you're none of his. So as long as you're in the doctrine, under the covenant of, of, of the flesh, which in, in, includes the Mosaic law, the law of Moses, you cannot get the Spirit of Christ in us. Bottom line, it's spiritually impossible to be in the covenant of the flesh and be in the covenant of the Spirit through Abraham. You either or. Now, it's up to you to learn who and where you're at. Okay? Christianity foundation is the Ten Commandments. The foundation of the covenant of, of Abraham through Isaac which is the spirit, is the two commandments. The whole law of Moses has been fulfilled in one word, love. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Christianity commandments are the ten, thou shalt not. The law of grace and mercy is thou shalt. The law of Moses, thou shalt not. Two different covenants that has formed and been proclaimed that is established in the spirit as in the earth and also in the earth. You cannot change it. The way you get saved from it, God said, come out of it. Now, how do you come out of a spirit? Join Truth Ministries to learn how the spirit of God leads you out of the world. For even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth and not neither nor it. Okay? Galatians 2, 4. And that because of false brethren, unawares brought in, who came in privately to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. Bondage is religion. Religion 
in Latin, word for religion is real Gary. Get real Gary defined is to bind with ligatures to God by a litany or liturgy. Salvation and truth ministries in the covenant of Isaac in the spirit is the kingdom of God in you. God and Christ in you. Christianity is to be Christ-like. Christ in you, you in Christ, that's in truth. Christ-like is in error. You choose what you're in. Do your research of what you're in because you're going to be held accountable for it. Galatians 2 and 5, to whom we gave place by subjection, no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. But of these who seem to be somewhat whatsoever they were, it maketh no matter to me. God accepted no man's person. For they who seem to be somewhat in comfort added nothing to me. Now Paul is describing when he goes up to Jerusalem, there's a whole different religion, salvation going on. He's describing to you that there was two gospels, a gospel to the Jews and a gospel to the Gentiles. But original, there was one gospel to both Jews and Gentiles. But the enemy came in and got them to accept another doctrine. Okay, and we're going to show you how. Seven, but contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of uncircumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of circumcision was committed unto Peter, for he that wrote effectually in Peter to the apostleship, of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward Gentile. Paul is laying down the foundation of the truth. God made Peter the apostle to the Jews. God made Paul the apostle to the Gentile. That's God's structure. That's God's word. World. The, Hebrew, the Greek word for world is order. God has a specific order, method of operation of doing things. If you do not do things according to his order perfectly, he kills you. When the presence of God is in the church, as it was in the Old Testament, around the Ark of the Covenant, as when the high priest went in to meet with God face to face, if he didn't do exactly what God had told him to do, God killed him right then and there. That's why they tried tied a rope around the high priest's ankle, with a bell on the end of it. So on the outside, the other priests were listening for the bell. Because when if the high priest did not do everything God said to do right, he killed him on the spot. And the high priest know to pull him out by the rope, because God had killed him. The same way in Acts chapter 5, when the kingdom of God was formed in Peter, this is how the church is supposed to be running. And this is not happening in the church today. To let us know that the church of today is not in truth. Because in Acts chapter 5 when Ananias and Sapphira came before Peter who had the kingdom of God in him. And they brought a lie before God. God killed him. We're not in the kingdom of God people. The church has fallen. And God is building up his church in these last days. Now you choose who to partner with. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 2, verse 9. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave unto me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship, that we should go in unto the heathen, and they unto the circumcision. Only they would that we should remember the poor, 
the same which I also was forward to do. Notice Paul is talking sarcastically. These Jews at Jerusalem are coming, stepping out of their yard into the turf of Paul and trying to tell him what to do. And he says, which I already do. Galatians 2.10, only when they would that we should remember the poor, the same which I also was forward to do. Verse 11, people, Galatians 2 and 11. But when Peter was come to Antioch, remember that word Antioch, came to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because he was beat to blame. Paul fell. I mean, Peter fell into that other gospel. That other gospel that adds the law of Moses to Jesus Christ. Paul is confronting him. Where? Antioch. What happened in Antioch? Acts 11.25. The disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. Christianity is the false gospel. It is the problem. It's not made by the apostles. And as long as you're a Christian, you cannot be a son and daughter of God. Thus being the children of the Most High God and having the Spirit of Christ in you. You can't get it. Even though Christianity teaches the proclamation of the foundation of Christianity is Romans 10 and 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, believe in your heart, God raised Jesus from the dead, you saved, you filled with the Holy Spirit, you're on your way to heaven. We don't teach that. That is a lie. We do not teach and believe in automatic Guaranteed salvation as the Judeo-Christian doctrine has been teaching for almost 2,000 years. It's a lie. Galatians 2 and 12. For before the certain came from James. Remember that word James. That's Jesus' half-brother. We want to focus on James. Before they came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them that were of the circumcision. And other Jews dissimulated likewise with him in so much that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation. Barnabas, who was a Greek, he was not circumcised, but he was caught up in the spirit of error and began to separate himself from the Gentiles with the Jews from James. Now, all of Paul's teachings, he's teaching something went on in the church of Galatians and Galatians 1, 6 and 7. He said, I marvel that you so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Paul is writing this letter to the Galatian Gentile church that you've fallen into another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. Back to Acts. Let's go to Acts, where Paul fell into it. Now remember, Peter said, if any man suffer as a, if, if any man suffer as a Christian, that it is in 1 Peter 3 or 4, or 4, 12. He said, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. Now, let's, let's, let's confirm that with Peter. Uh, the, the writings of Peter to show that Peter fell into the gospel of Christianity. 1 Peter 4, 16, he said, yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him... Gladify, glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Christianity came into the church of Jesus Christ as a second gospel. And Paul is, uh, Peter is acknowledging it. Yes, it is here. But he clarifies in the end. And if it first begin at us, Christians, 
and sons and daughters of God, what shall be the end to them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, what shall the ungodly and sinner appear? Peter's acknowledging there's three categories in the church today. And it lines up with Re Revelation chapter 3. What Jesus told the church, I'd rather you church be hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, I spew you out of my mouth. Christianity only sees two categories, believers and unbelievers. But Truth Ministries is professing their three categories derived from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The devil and Satan got two sides, evil and darkness, sin and iniquity, a evil and a good place. It looks good. There's a way unto man that seems righteous unto him, but the end are the ways of destruction. Let's go into Acts chapter 21. Acts 21 and 4. Now, if you get into the word, we'll see that Paul is disobedient to the spirit of God. So the way the enemy does it is how to get the spirit of God out of the apostle Paul and out of the apostle Peter. And then the enemy can move into the apostle Paul and Peter and take over the Galatian, Galatia, the, the Gentile and the church of the Jews by get, running the spirit of God out of the apostles. Now, this is how he does it. This is Paul, Acts 21 and 4. For, and finding disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul through the capital as spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. So Paul disobeys the spirit of God. The spirit of God has got to lift Paul and leave away. Now Paul is butt naked to the spirit of Satan. What happens when Paul disobeys the spirit of Christ, goes up to Jerusalem in direct disobedience, Acts 21 and 17. And when we were come to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladly. So now Paul with his entourage through disobedience goes to the church at Jerusalem. And the day following, Acts 21, 19. And when, the, when he had saluted them, he declared particularly what things God had wrote among the Gentiles by his ministry. When they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, Thou seest, brother, how many thousands of Jews there are which believe, and they all are zealous for the law. Here's the key. There's two types of believers. Believers, they're in the covenant of the sons and daughters of God, in a gospel without the law. And there's the believers that are in the covenant of, of the, uh, the covenant of believers in the covenant of Abraham through the flesh. And covenant of believers through Abraham through the spirit. The covenant through Abraham's through the spirit are of the Galatian church. The covenant of Abraham through the flesh are in the Jerusalem church. 21, Acts 21, 21. And there are, so Paul goes into James. And they are informed of thee that thou teachest. Now let's see what it said. Glorify the Lord in here. Okay. 21, and they are informed of thee that thou teachest all Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to be circumcised their children, neither to walk after the customs. Acts 21, 22, what is it therefore? The multitude must need come together, for they will hear that thou art come. Do therefore this what we say to thee. This is the church at Jerusalem telling Paul, what to do, all these Jews are 
in a ceremony, and now they want, this is all the enemy bringing Paul into a bondage. So the Spirit of God got to leave Paul. Paul, all through Paul's teaching, he's teaching, forsake the law of Moses. Now he comes to Jerusalem where the Spirit of God told him not to go. He's talking to James and the church at Jerusalem. So now who's taking over the church at Jerusalem? James is the head of the church at Jerusalem. Peter and James are in the same gospel of Christianity that adds a little bit of the law to Jesus Christ. Now the enemy got to get Paul. 23, Acts 21, 20. Do therefore this that we say to thee. We have four men which have a vow on them. Take them take, purify thyself with them, and be at charges with them that they may share, shave their heads, and all may know that those things whereof they were informed concerning thee are nothing. But thou thyself also walkest orderly, keeping the law. And as touching the Gentiles, we believe we have written. And concluded that they observe no such thing save only that they keep themselves from things offered to idols and from blood and from strangled and fornication. Then Paul took the men and next day purified himself with them entering into the temple to signify the accomplishment of the days of purification until that an offering should be offered for every one of them. And when the seven days were also entered, the Jews which were at Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up the people and laid hands on him. Paul is arrested for the rest of his life and killed in prison because the kryptonite of the Spirit of God is the law of Moses. And we see James made another gospel in Jerusalem, a gospel to the Jews where they believe in Jesus Christ, but they add the law to the birth, resurrection of Jesus Christ, the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is added with a little bit of the law, which is the Judeo-Christian doctrine. Now, let's see how it was done. Remember the, the definition of doctrine defined by the American Heritage Dictionary, a principle, a creed, a principle, preceded for acceptance or belief as by religious, political, scientific, philosophical group, a dogma. Dogma defined a system of doctrines proclaimed true by a religious sect. Now, dogma is parallel to a gospel. Dogma, like a gospel, is a seed. The doctrine is the tree. Okay, in Acts chapter 2, there was a decree made. Okay, okay, so it must be a proclamation. And uh, uh, Acts chapter 2, the upper room were well, the 120 of Jesus' apostles, uh, disciples. They were filled with the kingdom of God. But downstairs were the Pharisees, all the Jews, all over nations. And then Peter, when the Holy Ghost and the Spirit fell upon Peter in the upper room, it was noised abroad that all the Jews of religion came to see what this noise was. In Acts chapter 2, 22, Peter made a proclamation establishing the gospel of Christ on this earth. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God by signs and miracles which God did by him. He further made a, a, a proclamation in Acts 2, 36, where he said, that same man, 
Jesus, who you crucified, God has made both Lord and Christ. So the truth, foundation of the true gospel, Jesus and Christ, were two separate beings that became one. Both these proclamations are contrary to the proclamation and the doctrine of the Judeo-Christian doctrine. Now, we see that in Acts chapter 242, they all continued in the apostles' doctrine. But Matthew, Matthew 16, 6-12, Jesus warned the disciples, Beware of the doctrine of the Pharisees, of the, the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Then understood they, Matthew 16 and 12, Beware of the doctrine. Now we see where the doctrine of Christianity was established in the church of Jesus Christ by Satan's children, who are the Pharisees and Sadducees. It's really amazing to see how the enemy works. In Acts chapter 2, the same two categories are present. The old system of Judaism, which belongs to Satan, compared to the new system of sonship that belongs to Christ. Then as a proclamation is made, the, the system of the old system agrees in Acts 2.37 by they saying, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter gave them the proclamation, repent, be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the mission of your sins, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So now they're on one accord. The new is supposed to teach the old. But now, in Acts chapter 15, the old teaches the new. 15 and 1, Acts 15 1. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the men of Moses, you cannot be saved. When therefore Paul and Barnabas, who are the apostles, apostle to the Gentile church, had no small dissenting disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem and unto the apostles and elders about this question. They fallen. The church at Antioch. The Gentile church that had the Holy Ghost in it, they fallen because they're conferring with man instead of conferring with God first. They should have said, let us pray or let us go into fasting to get an answer from God. God is nowhere involved no more. Now they're conferring with the both. This is all a setup by Satan to take over the church at Jerusalem, to take over the church at the Gentiles and all the Gentile churches. The enemy is now right here. There's a proclamation made with the same people present in Acts chapter 15. The Jewish Jews religion is present with the apostles, sons and daughters of God. But it's switched. The Jews religion makes a proclamation to get the disciples to accept and thus become. It kicks God out, brings the law in, which brings in Satan to rule the churches. How it's done. Acts 15 and 4, and when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and of the apostles and elders, and they declared all things that God had done with them. It is so deceptive that there are two categories of believers that are serving God. But God is not accepting nothing while we're in this old covenant of flesh. While we're in this old man through the carnal mind and in the soma body of sin. God accepts nothing we do as he did not accept nothing Cain did for God, but he accepted things that Abel did. Acts 15 and 5. This is the proclamation. The enemy reversed the situation from Acts chapter 2, where Christ took over the church of the Gentiles and Jews in Acts chapter 2. 
Satan comes back in in Acts 15 and take over the church of Jesus Christ and at the Jews in Jerusalem. Why? A proclamation is made with both systems present. Acts 15 and 5, but there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees, which believed, saying that it was needful to circumcise and to command them to keep the law of Moses. They agreed. Two gospels are, are began, one gospel to the Jews, gospel to the Gentiles. Then the Jews came into the church of the Gentiles and started teaching a Judeo-Christian doctrine and bringing the Gentile church into bondage of religion to this day. Been listening to Pastor Andre Matthews of Truth Ministries. Check out our website, www.truthministries.info. Be blessed.